Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Sheila Speaks, a podcast designed to educate, empower, uplift, inspire, and impact your life. Boy, do we have a legendary hero in Georgia with us today. Today, we have with us Professor Dr. Jane C. Young, Sr. He's at Clark Atlanta University School of Education. He's with the Department of Curriculum and Instruction. He has more than 50 years. Do you hear me, listeners? He has over 50 years as an educator. He's an educator, motivational speaker, author, workshop leader. Hold on a minute. Author, workshop leader. Hold on. I'm used to this. I have to stop myself. So Dr. Young has more than 50 years as an educator, motivational speaker, workshop leader. He's an author. He's written over five books. He served as a regional director of Head Start Leadership Development that covered New England and upstate New York. He was the executive director of the Association for Childhood Education International, and it goes on and on. You can find out more about who he is, what he's done, and what he's accomplished in early childhood education on his website, drjimyoung.com. Well, welcome, Dr. Young, to my podcast. How are you today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Thank you. All right, good. I'm so excited to have you with us. Um, you know, today, listeners, we're going to talk about uh, the family and not just the family, but the family during this time of COVID, what we're dealing with as a family, what's happening with you and your family. We've been together closer probably in the past year than many of us have been in the last 15, 20, 30, 8, 5, or however many years it's been. So welcome, Dr. Young, again. And let's just talk about the family and the family during this time of COVID. What do you think about all this? Or what do you have to say about the family right now during this time? It's a lot to think about. Yeah, if, you, if we go back to February of 2020, when all systems began to shut down, uh, the schools, the churches, the club, the boys clubs, girls clubs, all of the institutions that helped and supported families. Mm -hmm. And suddenly um, the work situation many things change. Yeah. So you, we're, so you have families spending time together that uh, uh, they hadn't done before and spending it in a way that they hadn't done before. Uh, you know, you live in America in a very fast track life. Mm -hmm. the time that you get up in the morning to the time that you go to bed at night, your day is, is filled with stuff. Yeah. So here we are now. You you you're at home. <laughs> you're at home. Yeah. And you're you're at home at um, uh, times in the past that you know you were preoccupied with other stuff. So now you have this unscheduled time together. What do you do? Well, get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a novelty, right? 
Yeah, just, I mean, just spend time as a family. You know, you don't have to have contrived conversations. <laughs> you can sit and just talk. What are you feeling during this time? What are the things that's bothering you? What's on your mind? Uh, and you may not have answers, but at least you're spending time engaging with each other, which I think is, which I think is critical. Yeah. You know, you're 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 sharing what your true feelings are. Here to four, let's let's take teens. They'd be in high school and engaging with their peers. They'd be engaging with stuff that we don't even know about. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But suddenly you, you, they're with you now. Mm -hmm. And obviously there are things that they're dealing with that whether or not there's a comfort level or not, I don't know. But the, the relationship that you have with them enables them to, to uh, feel comfortable sharing with you what they're feeling, what they're dealing with or not. But you don't, but as I said, you don't have to have contrived conversation. For example, you know, I, I have a, I have a, a grown son and uh, my wife died almost about five years ago. So, you know, my daughter and son felt that they didn't want dad to be by himself. So mm -hmm. Jim being a single man, he said, okay, I'll just come back home for a while. But I'm saying while he's here and, and Jim's a graduate from FAMU in political science. So he's a political science junkie. <laughs> and so we get into these conversations about what we're seeing in the political arena. Mm -hmm. And so we go back and forth, back and forth. And I mean, we, we get into some knockdown, drag out discussions. It's not father, son, it's old man, young man who are in two different eras of what's going on politically. My, my point is we spend time talking together. Yes. Yes, that's one thing you shared with me earlier is that you and Jim engage in conversations almost every evening that are pro interesting, provocative, and creates really it creates more of a sense of closeness and intimacy with each other. So that's one thing we hear. Let's talk a little bit about you. You hit upon teens, but let's hear what what can we do with. So the teenagers are different from the youngsters, the really younger children. So what are some of the activities or conversations do you see that we could have or do during this time with our teens and then our young people? Well, you know, uh, again, understand, uh, and I don't mean to personalize some of this, but I have two grandchildren that are in high school. Mm -hmm. And one is about to graduate uh, in preparation for college next year, and the other is an emerging senior. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I I can I talk with her about uh, uh, spending this time in terms of filling out applications uh, for schools that she, she's interested in. Uh, we spend time to, uh, about the uh, of of seeking scholarships and on and on and on. So she's getting letters back from different schools, acceptance letters, and whatever. But the point is. We, we converse, you know, she, 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 uh, she engages with her mom and her dad uh, about where she wants to go to school, what she's interested in, and so forth and so on. My, my point is, these are things that uh, she is looking at 
Normally, she would spend some time uh, with her peers about some of these things. But the fact that she's home uh, enables her to spend some time uh, ch chatting with me and time. And I, and I say to her, you know, um, you know, I know sometimes you get a little frustrated. And I'm sure this is the same for uh, any teenager. You get a little frustrated dealing with your parents because, you know, uh, the, your parents seemingly always have the right answers or, or have some answers. Yeah. But I said to her, I said, you are a young woman and you should feel comfortable engaging with your mother at that level or engaging with me at that level. So the, so the point is, you, you, you spend time talking with them about, about, you know, in preparation for the next stage of their life. Good. So uh, conversing with your teens about what's next for them, the stages they're in. And again, what I'm really seeing a thread or a theme of really not just talking, but really being in communication with the family and the people in your life while you're home. Oh, absolutely. Our home. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, with the younger children, yeah. you know, considering that they would be spending anywhere from four to seven hours in school. Mm hmm. Okay. And, and, and so here, here's, here's, and I think as a parent, if you're home with them, you have to be a little creative. Mm. Okay. What, what, and, and part of that, part of that creativity, as, 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 as parents asked me, I said, well, have them spend some time doing their schoolwork, have them spend some time reading, because at some point they'll get back in school. Okay, we'll be back in school. So they they want to. You need to have some daily routines for them to engage in. Mm -hmm. That's what they would normally be in school. They would be in. They would be in routines, and then during the during the day, they would be transitioning from one study area to another. The other piece of it is, uh, you know, you have unlimited use of this uh, uh, youthfulness at home. There may be some things around the house that they can certainly engage in. R responsibilities that uh, uh, giving them some duties and things that they can carry out, and it's and it just becomes a part of what they do while they're at home. Yeah, I would not allow. I would not allow them to do nothing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, I would not allow them to do nothing because then you 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 have a. a a sense of laziness that sets in because normally if you're in school there there are things that you do and you transition from one to the next and there are routines that they are engaged in so if, if nothing more than um straightening up their room or if nothing more than helping out with some some chores that's doable around the house and and well, my point is take advantage of this time what you have with them no, that's really great. So the being creative, you know, having them while they're youthful do things around the home. And actually you can teach them a lot of things. You yes. know, there are things that the mom might teach or the dad might teach or the teens to the young people and then daily routines. Absolutely. Yeah, and then I guess another thing that's kind of been a lost art is like sharing and playing games. I know when we were young, we would sit up and play, you know, sorry all day or Monopoly. So I guess that's another thing they could do. 
you know, during this time. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. That's what I was saying earlier that sometimes their lives are just filled up with stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I try to I try to say to family, do family games. You know, get Monopoly, mm-hmm. get a board game. Yes. And in the board game, you it gives you an opportunity not only to play the board game, but you can have uh, conversation about things that's of interest to them, or conversation that's of interest to you. And uh, it's just an opportunity for you guys for, for for you to share. Yeah. You know where where I mean, for example, my my granddaughter said something to me, and I said, "Well, listen, I'm going to get you a copy of the Bible, and I want you to read Proverbs." Hmm. You know, I said Proverbs can give you as much insight in terms of what you just asked me as I could, hmm. and so she was thankful that I would suggest that to her. And it's not getting into what your religious life is about. It was asking her about where are you spiritually on yeah. the particular issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, because I, yeah, I said I said you're dealing with what your peers are dealing with. Okay, peers are going through the same thing, and I'm sure that uh, through social media, you guys are communicating or whatever. But the, but the, but the but your 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 basic support system is your family. And you know, it gives you an opportunity while you're at home to engage in some meaningful conversations. I remember, I remember my daughter said to me last year, she said, Dad, next year will be Kennedy's last Christmas at home before she goes away to college. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that. She said, so next year we're trying to plan a trip for her because this will be the last time as a family you know, because this is, she'll be transitioning out of the house. I said, you know, I hadn't thought about it like that. I said, yeah, she'll be, she'll be 18. She's a young lady. So, you know, again, it's back to um, having meaningful conversations about issues and concerns that they have. Mm -hmm. And then this is really good. And then what about, uh, what are some of the healthy choices families can make during this time of COVID? I think there are a number of things that, uh, in terms of the well-being, your personal yes. well-being, your personal well-being gets into a variety of areas. Your personal well-being, the family's well-being, and and on. It's, it's important that uh, you, you talk about um, good eating habits. <laughs> it's important that you talk about your spiritual well-being, your physical well-being, your mental well-being. All of that makes up all of who you are. And, and so I, 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 I think it's important that, um, you know, you, 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 you consider... Um, the physical activity, walking, uh, stretching. If you listen to uh, recent uh, passing of Cecily Tyson, yeah, she, she's been she was being interviewed, and uh, the lady said to her, well, "Well, what's what's life like in the day of Cecily Tyson?" She says, "Without exception, I get up every day and stretch twenty to thirty minutes." Before I gay before I engage in anything, mm. so this way I get my body 
and I get my mind ready for what will unfold that day. But my day begins by stretching every day. Hmm. Now, and I'm saying that to say one of the things that concerns me in America, we've gotten lazy. Hmm. We've gotten lazy. And so it does, it does, it takes very little to just stretch and flex. Yeah. And do those kinds of things that helps your mental and, and your mental well-being. Um, the other piece of it is that the family can talk about the, the well-being of the family. You know, like I said, Jim and I talk on a daily basis, and it's not a it's not a stretch to talk to each other. You know, and before we go to bed at night, we say, "Hey, Dad," he uh, say, "I love you, Dad." Uh. He said, uh, "He said, I love you, Dad." And so a lot of times when he leaves in the morning, he leaves before I wake up. He said, "Dad, I come in and look on, look on, look on, and check on you every day." Isn't that great? I said, "Son, that makes me feel good to know that you're doing those kinds of things." He said, "He said, well, you know, it's family, Dad, and we close on that." Mm. So what I'm saying is, in family, you have genuine relationships. You know, they're not they're not contrived conversations. They're not fabricate you have to make this up you don't have to find things to talk about i mean for example he's on me about my eating you know because he takes care of himself physically he said dad you know um try to take care of yourself and on and on, and on. so what i'm saying is I'm, I'm so family oriented that time together is can be quality meaningful time it doesn't mean that you have to be on top of each other all day and whatever but when you, but you know, you're gonna pass each other. <laughs> That's right. You're gonna pass each other in the house. We pass each other and we fist bump, just just just, <laughs> just passing each other. We hug, we embrace, That's just passing right. each other. Yeah. So those are those are genuine things. Yeah. That's great. So in closing, Dr. Young, and by the way, we're gonna have Dr. Young back because I'm telling you, when I say he's over. 50 years educator with early childhood education. By the way, he has his own podcast, Chats with Baba, Chats with Baba, and uh, where he's imparting his knowledge and what he knows about having successful children and developing our children during early childhood. So today we just wanted to talk about family. So when closing for today, Dr. Young, two things. What is it that you love about your family? And what is it that you love about where you are right now in life? Oh, <laughs> well, you know, um, three things, faith, hope, and love mm. was the foundation of my relationship with Jackie. Yes. Jackie and I we were married 53 years. You know, 53 years that she was um, my partner. Yeah. And Jackie has free rent in my head. <laughs> <laughs> she walked around in my head all the time. Yeah. The other piece of it is, you know, I've lived to be an elder. Mm. You know, I've seen my children grow up. I've seen my grandchildren grow up. I've seen classes of students year in year out become successful and they 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 through social media they send me pictures of them and their families and i guess all i'm saying where i am at this point is to say 
all the things that I've learned, all the things that I know that I can share with the broader community. And so I try, I try to look at uh, where I am in terms of my writing. I write about the family. I write about uh, things that will enable children to become excellent in their academics and in their cultural foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's where I am at, at this point in time. I'm hoping that over the next, as the sun begins to set in my life, mm -hmm. <laughs> there are a few things that I am uh, professionally uh, trying to do. And uh, maybe in, in a other podcast, we can talk about those. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to those who are listening. God bless you, Dr. Young. And until next week, bye-bye. We'll see you thank next you. week.